Cause I'm the next level Motherfucker or the devil I sever all your lines and infect you with the bevel I am so, 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 so far away from home I'm lost like a dog that has misplaced a bone Alright, welcome to your Clutter Mind Podcast I'm your host, Mark I know it's been a while I was actually waiting on my guest today My other cousin What's it? Younger than Dwayne Jr. By some years. Chanel, what's up? How you doing? Good morning, everyone. I hope I am worth the wait and we can definitely... (laughs) I'm going to definitely allow Marquise to pick my brain today and (laughs) see what's in my cluttered mind. Oh, God. I knew someone was going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) How could you not? Dwayne did that. Like I don't know what he said, but it was just like, yeah, something, 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 something in my cluttered mind. And I was just like, all right, man. (laughs) It's a family thing. We always try to toss in that corny little joke. I blame my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Something he would definitely do. There was an episode of Family Guy when he was talking about, yeah, I hate when, you know, in a movie where they like mentioned the title of the movie and it was an example of Superman and okay. it was like mm-hmm. like or I'll be Superman in the quest of something like it's, like, it, that, it's that not the, the same <laughs> it's not the same oh man but anyways how you been I've been very copacetic just trying to better myself in life so I've been taking classes and just trying to build on my my professionalism and what I already know. All right, cool, cool, cool. What else is going on with you? Well, nothing crazy. Like if you don't want to talk about it, you, know, you, ain't gonna bring it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not trying to drag anything out of you. I'm just yeah, because I know it can sound like that sometimes. <laughs> Outside of the podcast, I'm like digging, but like right now, you just whatever. No, well, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna you know dig too deep, but a lot of what I've been noticing in young women, older women, men, just everybody is. People dealing with insecurities Mm -hmm. and it hurts for me to look at a community full of beautiful, I'm going to touch on the topic of young girls because I feel like that's what I'm super passionate about. And I have like a lot of young cousins who I feel like are being sucked into this insecure state because of what they're being exposed to and it's it's constant. It's constant exposure. It's on TV. It's you know on social media. It's in front of our face. There. It's at school. It's on billboards. It's in magazines. It's in books. I feel like every time we're turning around, we're getting constant reminders that we're not perfect enough. We're not good enough. We're extremely flawed. And I feel like at this point, people see flaws as a bad thing. Right. And I have a lot of flaws. Like, like what? Uh, what? Like, I am flawed out, but the, <laughs> the beautiful thing is I just, I embrace my flaws. Like, people ask me, like, you know, what would you change about yourself? And it's like, nothing. Like, I have a gap. I have a a missing tooth. I was on the beach, and I was... <laughs> <laughs> I was I was eating a French fry. Did you get a replacement? With my, I was eating a French fries with Jody on the beach. And oh yeah, why you, why you mentioned Jody? Jody is also in the room. Hey Jody, I didn't want to. I definitely said I was going to introduce you, and I did not. I'm sorry. Hi, hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was bad. But anyways, your French fry story. Oh what my happened? gosh. So I'm on the beach, Jody and I, we this was in twenty sixteen, so it wasn't too long ago, but <laughs> we're on the beach and we used to do this thing after work since we work like a mile apart from each other. We would meet at the beach, lay a blanket out, grab something to eat and just like sit and watch the sunset. Real romantic. That's so cute. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Our friendship is so dope. Oh my god. So I know. I what is the what is the female version of bromance? I there's like no, is there a word for it? Because I don't know. I don't think there was a term ever coined. But oh, I mean, we shit, can. That's not. Let, after I tell you the story, you'll have it. <laughs> yeah, you'll have okay. it. So Jody's sitting up there. She's venting about you know what's going on in her life, and I'm listening and I'm listening. <laughs> and I took a bite into the French fry, and I'm like, you know, I felt like something wasn't right, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like. I'm like, wait, wait. And then, like, I'm moving, like, the food around in my mouth, and I'm like, there's something wrong with this picture. <laughs> like, something is wrong. Something is oh, truly wrong. God. And I'm like, Jody's still talking. And I'm like, bitch, you got to shut up. Like, shut up. <laughs> and she kept talking. I'm like, bitch, you got to shut up. Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and I was so upset. And I'm like, yo, my tooth just chipped, and like, off of a french fry. Oh, wait. Oh, so it chipped. It chipped. Like, hey, it did. You said you were missing a tooth. Well, after, like, what am I supposed to do with a chip, too? It was chipped significantly. So after a while, I was just like, you know, just, just take it. Like, give it to the tooth. Just take it away. Yeah, just take it. Give it to the tooth fairy. Exactly. No, I'm an adult. Like, these teeth are worth more now. But, like, five at least. Cost the inflation. Do you think, at what age do people stop doing the tooth fairy thing? And what do you think differentiates between well, the amount per tooth? I'm an adult now, so I think I should have received a substantial amount of money for my but like what? tooth. Like, you know, I would have to calculate the inflation yeah, right I don't now. Think like, yeah, like, but, you know, as a child, it was a dollar. My parents were like, per you know, what? Wow, that's so cheap, though. It, let, let me tell you about my parents growing up. You give me five. Well, my Part parents two? have. That's better. Yeah, we there are three of us. Mm-hmm. Three of us. Well, yeah, they can't. My parents out. were so. They're very frugal growing up. <laughs> you look at them now. I, oh I my! They're living their best lives now. But before, Even they were now, like, though, like they. Like I love you, I love your family. <laughs> but even now, like they, yes, they choose what they like to splurge on. But pretty much anything outside of that is negative. Exactly. Yeah. And my teeth was negative. <laughs> negative. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you're going to get this dollar and you're going to be happy. <laughs> and then they yeah. forgot about my brother's tooth one time and he got like $6 and I was so jealous. Yeah, it was back I, pay though. I mean, you got to. You could have forgot about me for a year. <laughs> like, was that three sixty five? dollars I would have got that. Like, I would have been fine with that. Oh, I would have been A-OK, but. I mean, you win some and you lose some, but yes, that's the story about how my tooth chipped. It didn't fall out; it chipped, and, and then, then after I just out. I told them just take it because it was gonna. Uh, yeah, the other options were just, yeah, it wasn't meant to be. It's not what the people wanted. It's not. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, back to your insecurities. Mm-hmm. Okay. So not necessarily my insecurities because growing up. There were some things that I wasn't comfortable with about myself, but over time, I've always been the type of woman or young lady and girl 
to never really like take those things and like it, it wouldn't hurt me. Like it never really affected me much. Right. I was who I was and I was comfortable with that and I really didn't care what anyone else thought. And that was me for a very long time. And anyone who knows me, I do things at my own drift. So for a long time, I wasn't wearing skirts or dresses and stuff like that. I was a mega tomboy. And for the longest time, I wouldn't wear makeup. And I was just, it was just, I was just me and I was comfortable with being me. So my thing is, I just want to encourage young girls today, like be comfortable with who you are and be your authentic self because Someone's going to love you for that. And if you're looking for a companion or you're looking for friends, there are other girls out there who don't want to wear makeup, who don't want to wear skirts, who don't want to sit up there and flat iron their hair every day or pluck their eyebrows. And it's okay that you don't want to do that. And that's what makes people so unique when they're true to themselves and they don't go and follow the crowd. You brought up a really interesting point. Because... Um... One of the conflicts I, I have a lot with women is um, their expectations of one another as peers and then what they think or maybe what they expect of themselves based off of what they, you know, what they're around and then what the people they maybe not are trying to attract, but in a sense, in a sense, working to... Um, you know, hoping to attract eventually what they care about. For example, most guys don't give a shit about makeup. Mm. Like, not even a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. most guys... Uh, yeah, like, most guys don't care about makeup. That's a female thing. For, from one female mm-hmm. to a, to another, that's, that's, you know, whether her makeup's good, whether she's wearing makeup, why she's not wearing makeup. Oh, she doesn't have to wear makeup. That, that's a them thing. Most guys don't care. Um, and then I, I, I'll stick to most guys because me personally, I hate makeup. But that's, that's different. Um, and then you have like with the hair thing. You have, you know, those who are natural and then you got the... Wait a minute. Is all natural, does that just mean um, not a perm? Because I, I could have sworn that like I've seen people say that their hairs are natural. But then they also have braids that they bought and put in their hair. And I feel like, how is that all natural if that's not yours growing out of your head? How is that the same thing? It's this. Okay, it, so let me just explain the, the different levels of natural. Okay. So you have women who are natural, which basically means that they don't have any chemicals in their hair. And chemicals okay. meaning perm, not color. Okay. So you can have color in your hair and still be considered natural, but you don't have anything that's altering the state of your hair okay. and so changing in that it sense, from its it is, original state. It is natural. So in that sense, braids are natural because it's considered a protective style. Mm-hmm. And women who are natural, we tend to have to do protective styles because you want to protect your edges the edges, like, you know, the, the circumference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, around your head, basically. So you want to protect... What do you protect around, them? Protective style. So you want to go ahead and give your hair a break from all of the things that you do to it on a daily basis. So I wear a lot of ponytails, and I wear my ponytail the same way a lot of the time. Part right. down the middle, 
brush brush some gel ponytail to the back right so because i do that so often i'm pulling my hair in all of the same areas Mm -hmm. so it becomes very thin in those areas that i'm constantly tugging and pulling on so i can have a nice tight slick ponytail okay so therefore i have to do protective styles every now and then to give my hair a break from all of that so that's why women do the braids, and that's why some women even wear wigs, because they want to give their hair a break from what they do to it on a daily basis, like the ponytails. And women who wear wigs, they have a head full of hair under those wigs sometimes. And it's really just about, one, a lot of things and versatility that you have in wigs, you don't necessarily want to do to your hair, like the coloring and the constant flat ironing and the cutting. You can have a bob one day and then a 16-inch the next. Okay, but why... I can't ask why somebody would want to do something because, I mean, that's an individual It's thing. all about versatility. It's like, oh, you know what? I want to be Chanel today, and then the next day I want to be Denise, or I'm feeling like a Maria tomorrow. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But I, I don't do that. No, but no, I get, yeah, I'm just asking. I okay. get that. I particularly don't care for wigs, so I'm not big on, you know, having wearing wigs. So do you do the braid thing? When I go on vacation, I use braids because if I'm going to be going underwater and stuff like that, like any water activities, mm-hmm. it's easier to manage. Then How so? I'm I'm going to always just have questions cuz I don't know. I'm Well, it's going to be easier to manage because my hair just requires a lot of time. Okay. Like my hair's natural, so as soon as it gets wet, it's like fro in a fro. in a heartbeat. Like What's wrong with just the fro, though? There's nothing wrong with just the fro, but when you have just the fro, the fro, because it's coarse, it requires a lot of moisturizers. Uh-huh. So with that, I would have to then travel with, like, a suitcase full of hair products, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I go on vacation with a carry-on, that's it, and that's, what, 3.4 ounces. 3.4, yes. 3.4, exactly. <laughs> you would know, 3.4 yeah, ounces. I a lot. Exactly. So I would then have to travel with a whole bunch of those, and it's like, mm-hmm. I can't just travel with 3.4 ounces of hair products. Like, I need anything and everything. Okay. So, it's just easier. Okay, I, I definitely understand a lot more than I did. Because when people would say, like, protecting their hair, I was like, what the fuck are you protecting it from? <laughs> Why? Yeah, I, was like, yeah, like, I mean, it's still hair. I don't get it. Like, Because they'll just say, yeah, no, it's a protective hairstyle. And I'm like, you're not covering your hair. I don't get it. Because yes. I don't. I don't. If so you don't explain it, I don't get it. But now I get it. Yes. A little bit. And then, um, what's the other levels to the shit that you were talking about? So, like, there's the level that's, um, just, uh, uh, uh um, not, you know, putting, like, perms and shit in there. No chemicals. So, in, I, so, I haven't been straightening my hair. Mm-hmm. But I, I... I usually do, but I cut back a lot. But you can also be natural, but just ha- your hair flat ironed. My hair's natural. I mean, like, that, I don't that have a perm. Natural. I mean, that's just. But I just straighten it. Right. But it's still altering its state. So it's it's like yeah, you're natural, but it's not your natural state. Like you're altering mm-hmm. the state. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Who made all of this important? So, I, for, for black women, 
and I'm speaking specifically on black women. When we came over to America, we we were forced to adapt right. to the the culture that we were we were living in. So we assimilated right. to those ways. And with that assimilation was our hair. Mm-hmm. I feel like it took a long time for black people to understand their hair. Mm-hmm. Like we get it. We get it, but now we're also taking pride in it. And I feel like, you know, there are trends. So, you know, when the Black Panther Party came out, a lot of people were rocking their their natural hair, the froze, and right. that was very big. And then it was like, okay, everyone has a comb from Malcolm X times. Right. So, you know, it, it's going through the trends, and Malcolm X was, the conch was before the fro. So, conch, fro, and then we're back to getting perms and stuff like that again. Right. So... It's like a seesaw. It's up and down. It's up and down. And we're back into that phase where black people are embracing their culture and their origins and they want to express that pride because we're tired of people telling us how to act when at the end of the day, we we definitely have different cultures Mm -hmm. than what we are forced to live in, especially being a minority. And I think we're just, you know, we're 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 proud of, you know, what we come from and we're proud of what our hair looks like, and we're proud of the food that we eat, and we're just, you know, coming together as a tight-knit community and actually standing up for what we believe in, being our authentic selves. Okay. And, like, okay. And this is often things that run through the back of my head when I see stuff like that, because it's just, like, I know, like, no one... I'm not going to say no one in Africa. I've never been to Africa, but I can't imagine that people are making, you know, like... Having your hair straight important in Africa. I can't imagine that stuff like that is important where our culture originates. And it's like, how do you say, you know, on one hand, you're like, you know, super Afrocentric, like I'm going for it. But then at the same time, you want your hair to look like, for example, white women. Like you don't have the same hair. Why would, why are you trying to be like that? If you're, like, is that an example of insecurity? Because it's like, I mean, love yourself. Because if you the, the above all, if you love yourself, everybody's gonna either who doesn't love you, they're gonna stay away, and everyone who does is gonna flock to you because it's easier to love somebody who loves himself. But if you're trying to be somebody else, who really wants to be around that? I don't think that that's a version of an insecurity. I think it's more so. That's actually a very good question because I, I can definitely see what you're saying because you're altering your state to go ahead and fit in with the social norm. And then there's a lot of women out here who wear makeup or they uh, alter their body and get surgery to fit in with the social norm, have big breasts, have big butts. But I feel like, wow, I would, I would really have to think about that because when you say that and I, I think about myself, it's like, okay... Are you insecure about your hair? Because I don't walk out the house with an afro. I always gel my hair down so it looks under control and it looks maintained. And now that you pose that question and I'm actually thinking about it, it is a version of an insecurity for me. And this is like my first time ever acknowledging like, yeah, Chanel, you have an insecurity and that insecurity is your hair. Because 
I don't wear my hair in its natural straight. And you can ask Jody, like, even when I did, I FaceTimed her and I was like, okay, like, um, how do I look? And she was like, <laughs> she was so taken back. And she was like, oh my gosh, like back the camera up or something. And it was like, you know, like she's Puerto Rican and I'm Bayesian. So it's like, I'm like asking her, how does she feel about my hair? And she's like, um, I don't know. Like I have to see it in person. Like, I don't know. And it's like, I need to go call a black girl. Like, get off the phone. <laughs> like, I need to call one of my black friends. Like, but, you don't get it. But ever since then, I've told you that. Look, well, first of all, she she's never done that before. She's and I when I saw her, I was like, I loved it. I and I've been telling her she don't go back. I love it. Um, it gave her like I think she's phenomenal, but it gave her this, like, like, spirit. Like, to her, she was just, like, she's already a dope person in my eyes. So, it just gave her that, like, swag. That's, like, yeah, she pulled it off very well. Yeah, I mean, because the... Like, I think... But I don't think, you know, you're saying that it's an insecurity. I don't think it's an insecurity. I think, Do you see you the like bromance, though? Oh, I, I looked it up. It's, um... <laughs> hear me out. Don't, it sounds stupid coming out of my mouth. Womance. Oh! Whoa! Like, like woman. My love is like whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Do what makes you happy. I'm just so big on just. I know. Do what makes you happy. Like I know we're, we're in a place right now where it's like, okay, I have to do this so I can fit in, or like, or, or you know, this is the new trend and trends come and go always. But whatever mm-hmm. you want to do and you want to be happy, just be happy. I'm all about happiness. Like right. whatever makes you happy, screw whatever, whoever doesn't agree or if people love you like everybody's entitled to their opinion everyone not only if people are entitled to their opinion i think they could do whatever the hell they want if you love me you're gonna rock with me and if you don't you don't you may not agree with my opinion but if you're if you're for me whether it's a friend relationship family you're gonna rock like there's so many there have been so many times where i've come across people that i don't like their moves or how they're doing or i'm just it's not in me i don't agree but that doesn't make the person. So I'm going to rock with you and you're going to make your own mistakes and I will be there to pick you up and I will never say I told you so. Yeah, right. <laughs> because I love you and you're my friend, family member, whatever. But it's like, do what makes you happy and f- screw what everybody else thinks about it. Whatever makes you happy, go for it. And if it, at, at the long run, if it's not going to be for it and damn, I should have listened. Who? Okay, that's part of life. Like if you think, you're going to do this and you're not... You have to learn from your mistakes. If you're not making mistakes, you're not growing. If something's not changing, you're not growing. So it is what... Just make do whatever makes you happy. As long as you are not harming anyone. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with do what makes you happy. But one thing I... I'm... I would also add to that is don't spread hate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel as if People do what makes them happy and doing what makes you happy sometimes is spreading negativity. Right. And that's mm-hmm. one thing that I would like basically put a stop at. Like mm-hmm. there have been people who have come to me and like, oh, well, my friend here doesn't like black people. Like, can you talk to him? And it's like, <laughs> oh like, why, like, why are you coming <laughs> to me? <laughs> like, why are you coming to me? Like, that's how the conversation started. Like, <laughs> Not hello, how are you doing? Like, like not hey, let's have a dialogue about this. Like, hey, my friend doesn't like black people. Like, can you talk to him? Like, like. Can you change? And then his he, mind? the guy walks up to me like, see, she hates me already. And I'm like, no, I don't hate you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't. I okay. don't. But all I had to say to him in his comment, I'm like, I don't care what you do and how you feel. You feel how you feel. Right. But don't spread your hate. Don't teach. 
your spawns that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, here's the thing okay. about that. And I'm always just going to try to bring out as many sides to the same argument as possible because mm-hmm. that's the best way to, I don't know, gain a better understanding. Like, mm, like, okay. Being um, pro-black or Afro, Afrocentric mm-hmm. um, or being, you know, like having latin pride or things like that right that's just a pride right in yourself that's cool right and then there's another level to it where it becomes you know anti everybody else right now is being anti a lot of things or anti a group of people or anti something is that not the same type of is that the is that not the same you just having your opinion? That's people's mistake. Mm-hmm. When people see that, oh, I'm pro black, they think that means like fuck no, no, everyone. I'm else. not saying there is, but you not I'm not even saying the example of being pro black. I'm just saying as an example whether you it's whether it's black power, white mm-hmm. power. My, you know what's crazy? This is the first time I actually realized that, <laughs> like, there's, you know, KKK was doing white power, and we say black power, but it might not be the same thing. But anyway, so it's not the same of thing not. because they're saying white power, like white people are <clears throat> superior, the superior race, and everyone else is inferior to them. Mm-hmm. There's the difference when black people are saying black power. It's just, just like we're, we're just uplifting ourselves, level. not lifting us up higher than anyone else. Right. Just putting us on a same playing field. That's all that we have ever been searching for, mm-hmm. looking for, fighting for, sacrificing our lives for, going on strikes for. We have done so much to get black people where we are today. Right. And there are still some who don't see that. And there are still some who get offended when they say black lives matter. Not, oh, black lives matter more than white. No, our lives matter as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, oh, blue lives matter. That, That's fine. Blue lives matter. Right. And We're like, not no saying blue lives don't matter. We're just saying black lives matter as well. Yeah. And it's not like we just came out of, you know, nowhere saying, by the way, how are you? But anyways, Black Lives Matter. It's just like, well, it, it was a response to a lot of things happening. And then it was like, um, just in case you don't know, you know, based off of the actions that we're seeing, I just want to remind you that Black Lives Matter. Yes. So it's not like it's just being, I don't know, pushed in. Like every, every movement is, of course, going to have bad apples. It's going to, of course, have people that kind of take it too far. Mm-hmm. But... As a concept, Black Lives Matter was a was and probably still is a good thing. Um, it's interesting, like when you think about not accepting. Well, it, like the the difference between like everything, you know, be yourself. You know, like there are also people who are, who are just not loving people. Right. So then. Are we just telling them to just shut the fuck up? No, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like, like, uh, it's kind of impossible to accept everybody because we all have our different um, morals. We have mm-hmm. our different values. Mm-hmm. And it's just like some people just don't 
give a fuck about, you know what I'm saying? I, you can't control Of course, others. you definitely can't and control it. And that's the sucky part because it's like, so to me, like for a long time, I was like, I judged everybody. <laughs> I And I think I still do at some, you know, there's sometimes I'm just, I could just look at them and judge them and 95% of the time I'd be wrong. So, <laughs> um, but it's just, then I started thinking like, there's a reason why you're acting that way. What did you go through right. in your life prior to me meeting you that made you who you are today? Right. And that would be a better understanding for me to, I still don't like you, but I can understand and that's always the why better, you move the way That's you always move. the better option mm-hmm. to me. Like, mm-hmm. just like, wow, okay. So, I, and I've heard, literally, I was at the airport. I'm always at the airport. <laughs> I was at work and some lady it was a white lady. She said something to the effect of, um, why am I getting, you know, so much scrutiny? It's not like I'm um, Middle Eastern or something. You And I get... You you see what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, oh, well, you said that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, in my head, I'm like... I, there's two ways you can, you know, handle that. You you can a, um, tell her to shut the hell up, mm-hmm. which I'm I'm always down to tell somebody to shut the hell up. What? <laughs> it's just like, I was like no, my my question was like what, what brought you to this point, mm-hmm. to to where that is what you think, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, or somebody then that can still fall back on an insecurity of herself. Yeah, and then she there's, probably went through there's so much more aspects to it yeah. too because it's like. When when terrorism is only um, being called terrorism when it is a certain group of people, mm-hmm. or it's just or it's just crime when it's you know another group of people, or it's fucking um, I don't know some type of instability when it's another group of people. Like it's just the media also helps form these opinions of people. You know, I mean, because you're only going to watch... You're not going to watch a show you don't like. Mm -hmm. So if you watch a show that you like, it's probably pushing the same ideas that you you fuck with or challenging them depending on the person you are. But, Mm -hmm. um... And and then, like, when it comes to news, yeah, all news is biased. Literally, there isn't one unbiased news station because every person in there has their own biases. And that's the crazy part about all this. (laughs) It's like... You can't help but spread how you see everything. Mm-hmm. Because even when you're reporting facts, you may use words differently. Mm-hmm. Because language literally, um, language describes reality. So right. it's just like, however you see reality, based on the language that you know, you've interpreted as you grew, that's the words you're going to use. If you, if every time you see a black person, you've grown up seeing them as a thug or seeing them as something like that, that's the word you're going to use. You know, you're not going to say upstanding black man, like, if that's not how you right, see it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. Like, all of this, it just, it's a self-fulfilling thing. Like, every time something bad happens, no matter who the, you know, culprit or victim was, it's just... Repeating yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what's important to stop teaching hate to our children. Mm-hmm. And that's why I encourage children to be who they are. 
at a certain point in time when you reach your your teenage years, your you know, your parents are still telling you what to do, but when we go to school, you learn facts, but there you're also encouraged to build your analytical skills, your critical right. thinking skills, so you can think for yourself. So yes, we have the Bible. And the Bible is supposed to be a guide on how to live your life. Mm-hmm. There are many pastors, many reverends, many popes in this world who interpret the Bible differently. Right. Because they're using their analytical, critical thinking skills. So I always encourage people to think for themselves. Right. My parents taught me a lot of things growing up. Do I agree with everything that they taught me? No. I don't, but they built a foundation for me. Right. They built the foundation, and I, I took the took the foundation, and I've turned it into my own. And now I'm able to think for myself. And one thing that I do not like is closed-minded people. Yeah, <clears throat> that's the biggest. It's hard to deal thing. with someone who's closed-minded who only sees things for that way instead of opening your mind and exploring other avenues because. Like you said, everyone has different life experiences, and whatever happened throughout their life determines how they're going to react to certain situations. In this show that I watched, Shameless, this young man, he gets out of um, juvie, and he's living with his friend, and he buys a car, and he even before he buys a car, he gets a bike. Someone steals his bike. And he was very upset someone stole his bike and his friend didn't understand why. He's like, why are you holding on to this bike? Like, I'll buy you a car. It's nothing. So they got a car. But for him, it was like, you know, he held on to that bike so much because when he had a bike in his childhood, his father beat the shit out of him because of the bike. Mm-hmm. And his, his father got rid of that bike. And he held on to the bike because it was like, the bike was his. Like, why would you get rid of something that was mine? Like, he was he held on to that bike. Like, it was, it was just such a big image for him that when he saw the bike and saw the kid who stole that bike, he killed the kid. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not encouraging killing or anything <laughs> like that. I'm not saying the kid was right or anything like Basically, that. Basically, what she's but saying when is you somebody go steal your bike, kill here, it. I'm not saying that. First. But yeah. what I'm no, saying I'm is when you have all of that other information and you explore his childhood and what right. went on for him and what he experienced throughout Juvie, you understand why he took that course of action. I'm not saying that it was the right thing to do, but you're like, damn, he needs therapy. He doesn't right. need jail. He yeah. needs help. Mm. He needs these issues to be worked through. And that's the <laughs> thing. Like People need someone to talk to nine times out of ten to help them work through those issues and actually understand what they're going through and why they're treating these situations the way they are. Even in like relationships, I've actually sat down with a significant other and you know just try to get to, to understand why they handle situations they do. And when you hear about more of them in their childhood and even their teenage years and even anything that's led up to us being together, you get why they handle certain situations the way you do. You understand why they have trust issues. You understand why they don't like to be spoken to in certain ways or why some conversations are soft spots for them. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 I want to hear what you have to say about insecurities. About which part? Oh, insecurities? Yes. All right. So, hmm. I think it's a natural part of... You You can't um get better if there's nothing you think you need to change. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that not necessarily is... um 
that's not necessarily insecurity. Yeah. When you think about the word insecure. What are you, Alto? You, you gotta Is that think an Alto? Of, the, huh? What was that? Sorry. I, I don't even know. I'm sorry. So when you think about the word secure, first of all, you know, it, it describes someone who's like sure of, you know, that whatever, you know, uh, qualification or, you know, characterization that you're talking about, right? That means you're sure of it, hands down, you got that, I'm confident in this. So really, you can't get better unless you have an insecurity. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you have something that you can, that you feel could be better. I feel like this is just a part of, um, I don't know, your development, just part of becoming, you know, like you said, your better self. Like, my insecurities. Um, I don't communicate well all the time. Mm. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I don't. Like, I come off very harsh. Um, yes. I, I'm just as opinionated as anybody else, but I definitely am harsh because um, there are things that like added to that, but because I think I always what added to that military Mm -hmm. added to it. Um, Mm -hmm. My dad was he was a softy a little bit. Like I've seen him cry more than I've seen my mom cry, and my dad's not alive anymore. Mm -hmm. So like, Mm -hmm. but in the same sense, he was also very straightforward like Mm -hmm. i knew a lot of shit before most people knew a lot of shit Mm -hmm. about my immediate family Mm -hmm. like just because he was super honest with me and it's always good to have somebody that you can be super honest with which is cool but um he definitely was harsh he definitely you know would not mince words and i appreciate that and then it's something that um has always resonated with me so it's just like Yes, at some point when I was in like middle school, um, there were people that I just would, you know, try to help and stuff. And I would try to say it the quote unquote right way so they receive it well. Mm-hmm. And then I just lost patience in that. Like, and it was, yeah, I lost patience in that before joining the military. But once I joined the military, I really got it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, nah, fuck all of that. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the best way for you to, um, hear it is the way it is. You gotta call a spade a spade. And because of that, I've just had to accept, I've had to accept harsh criticisms, so it just seems like the best criticisms for me. So I think because it works for me, mm-hmm. and that's part of the issue, that like a lot of times you, you think you know, this worked for me, so it might work for you. So the first thing I'm gonna try is what worked for me. Mm-hmm. So I take harsh criticism well. I got to break down every once in a while, but um, mm-hmm. I take it well, and it helps me the best because sugarcoating it, I still might not get it. I don't want to have questions. you know. I don't want to still be trying to get what you're saying after you tell me what's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, So just tell me exactly how it is, and then I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. So I try to do the same thing to other people, and that's not always the best way to do it. That's a quick way how to hurt somebody, quick way, you know, to have them shut out. Because most people are, you know, Sensitive. in touch with their emotions. <laughs> Sensitive. So, yeah. Don't start Don't start changing on me now. Call it what it is. I, you know. But with everything that you said, that's an important point that I think that you highlighted. 
you can't treat everyone the same. You have to understand that some people are softer than others. So yeah. if you're trying to, you know, reach an audience, you sort of kind of have to generalize things right. because you're trying to reach an audience. You can't, like, you know, go out to each person in the audience if there's a thousand people and, you know, market <laughs> directly towards them. You have to find, you know, Ms. your Mr. audience Kelly and in speak to them. Exactly. Yeah, Kelly, I see you, girl. I know you're a little soft, so I'm going to give it to you easy. Mm-hmm. But Everybody but Kelly. <laughs> but this is just for you. Um, But yes, with friendships, I know I have friends who analyze things differently than others. And sometimes for me, that can be considered overanalyzing things. And I have some friends who know, take my word for face value. Yeah. What I say is what I say. You don't have to dig deeper. Right. I've had friends, and I'm going to call them out, Pena. Mm -hmm. Wow, it's okay. He was tired, but when we were in training, I was like telling him my life story, and he fell asleep. (laughs) Let me explain though, like it's (laughs) because, and I had to learn like that day. Is I could take it one or two ways. It's like either one, he's not really my friend, or two, I'm rambling. Why he's tired? I gotta yeah, like I gotta wrap this shit up. Get to the (laughs) hit the bullet points. (laughs) Like it's just with every different person, you gotta understand how they are. So it's just like. I don't know. You every with every different person this it's a different ball game mm-hmm. and you gotta know how to play. For the longest time I I thought my best friend two actually both of my best friends are very introverted mm-hmm. and they're very to themselves. And I'm the opposite. So growing up one of them was um a childhood friend and we were always together but she was but behind closed doors we had so much in common right but to the public we're two two completely different people and as we got older i'm like they don't call me they don't check up on me unless i initiate a conversation um and as i got older i'm like that's just who they are that doesn't mean they love me less that doesn't mean that they don't want to talk to me and it's real easy to get offended by i was always offended (laughs) like i would call them out every time why Why don't you you call me me? (laughs) why don't you want to hang out why don't you want to do this why don't you want to do that Oh, well, you know, they're very, they're homebodies. Um, and once we got out the house, we were like, and like, we would have an amazing time. And I'm like, well, if I can compromise with you and stay home, why can't you compromise with me and come out? <laughs> but as I got older, I'm like, one has a family, she has a daughter, and the other one is married. And, you know, now we yeah, hang out more. But now like, we hang out more than you know? we did when we were all single and with just ourselves. Mm-hmm. But even prior to one getting married and one having creating her family, it was like, no, that's just who they are. And if I have to be the one to initiate it just because it's who I am, then that I'm going to do that because it doesn't mean that they love me less. And honestly, like me always reaching out and I, I will have smart comments from time to time. <laughs> They'll hit me up like, randomly. Oh, shit, you're alive. Just from time to time. <laughs> just from time to time. Like, so, you know, or we'll be talking in the middle of conversation. i like, well, if I didn't call you, I would have never found it. You know, like I would just Ooh. make <laughs> those comments. But no, nah, you got to. I mean, that's just part of the dialogue. Yeah, exactly. Though, so now it's just like randomly. I'll definitely hit you with that. Uh, oh, you are alive. I was wondering. Oh, right. Oh, you're breathing. Wow. Yeah. I, oh, shoot. Man. My phone rang and I saw your number and I thought you was calling me from six feet under because I oh, didn't. Oh, my goodness. You know. Whoa. Whoa. I don't know, man. What 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 are you insecure about? Me? You don't have this to get too so deep. So much. It, oh my god. What? Like um, what? But this <laughs> level to um I think growing up I was very insecure about my height. Because I always you're wanted to do Yeah. I was I always wanted to do the most. 
Like I wanted to play basketball for a little bit. Then I was like, okay, I'm too short for this shit. And then I didn't like it, so I ended up doing softball. I was like, oh, I fit in, and I'm Spanish. Okay, I'm I got this. <laughs> so then, but even Mommy, but then Mommy. right. So then I started, but I always loved dancing. So I pursued dancing, yeah. but I was always the one no being able, but I was always the one having to be thrown up in the air because I was the smallest. I'm like, I'm not trying to be up there. So for a little bit there, I was very insecure about my height and very insecure about um, the language because Spanish is my first language. And I did not even, I didn't get into regular classes till like middle school. My mother's like, nope, I'm going to put you in bilingual. She means, yeah, she means but, English as a second language. Yeah, yeah I know. So, okay. so I, oh, it's because she said, because she said normal classes. Yeah. No, yeah. I said regular. So, oh, because I, back then, back no, then I when you. they pulled me out, they're like, you don't belong in this class. This is a regular English class. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm not, no, I'm sorry. They said, no, this is bilingual for people who speak, for students who speak Spanish. I'm like, I do. She's like, no, but your scores are really high for the regular English course, so we're going to put you here. And I was so insecure because I'm like, oh, my God. Like, now I have to speak English all the time. And then after a while, it's like, but you do speak English all the time. I have a question for you mm-hmm. because you speak both languages, right? Yes. When you think, do you think in English or Spanish? In English. When I count, I count in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Numbers-wise, wow. Spanish. My thought process is in English. Why? I don't know. Because then you start speaking English. I mean, you were Spanish first, right? So So how'd that happen? What do you mean? My parents. Blame them. I blame them. (laughs) Especially because I'm the first child. And with my brother, he was immediately in regular classes, English. He didn't go to bilingual not once. So I, mean, I but you gotta they they learn every every child is but I learned my English in the streets like I in learned it in the project wow. I learned it outside playing outside in, in and my streets, brother learned son. it in school we just need to let Joey <laughs> just do all the talking <laughs> we're finding out streets. more and I more did. about like, her so I I I perfected my English after I was like sixth seventh eighth grade and I'm like oh, okay and my brother went from no no he was in English classes from the back from the beginning so I'm like oh, okay. But as I got older, English became all I, I all I do is speak English now. Like I'll speak Spanish to my parents, and I'll throw in English, and they'll tell me to shut up and say it wow. again. <laughs> like nope. Straight like that. Yeah. So I was just telling Chanel, like, there's a lot of even shows that I'm like, oh, I just I st- I watched this show recently in the last few years because all I watched was Spanish shows with my mom and grandmother, growing up. <laughs> So it was like, there's a lot I don't know about. I didn't know about the um, American culture until really late in my life because I was, it was just Spanish. You know, I thought we were running long, but we're really not. No. Like, I can't help but, like, pay attention to that because, like, uh, Dwayne was complaining about it. Calling him out, too. Uh, Dwayne was just like, yeah, he's just like, oh, you know, I don't want it to be so long. You know, people's attention spans. And, of course, I mean, it depends on the. The, the pot, the yeah. type of podcast mm-hmm. you listen to. Mm-hmm. I listen to all types of shit. Mm-hmm. I listen to things that are twenty minutes. I also listen to things that are two hours long. Me too. There you go. You are gonna be on here instead of music, or like I'll be, I'll play a podcast while I'm driving. Yeah. And then I haven't. I'm still new to Garage Band, so mm-hmm. like every once in a while I'll be like, wait, this says twenty one forty seven. Is that seconds? <laughs> Cause I I really hope and then I gotta look it up. I just had to. I literally just looked it up. How many seconds, in minutes? And we've only been going for like thirty five. So that's not bad. Okay, that's we're pretty good. Mm-hmm. We're, we're chilling. But other than that, like growing up, I, I I beat that insecurity, my my language barrier. Now it's more like communicating effectively. 
You have issues with that? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Honesty at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Mm-mm-mm. Well, that's, that's, you know, this has been, been pretty nice talking to you ladies. We appreciate you chatting. Definitely a long time coming because I was waiting for you forever, it seemed. Um, so when someone reaches out to you and says, <laughs> hey, do you want to be a guest on the podcast? And you say, yeah, that's fine. I'll do it. Like, you know, no, no problem. And then says the following day, all right, I'm going to come over. What are you doing? <laughs> um, I didn't know it was going to be uh-huh. like a guest the following day. Like you never gave any time. Date. No dates. I'm busy. No, anything. There was no, okay, we're going to do this this week. When are you available this week? Like, oh, no, I'm going to come over. Like, oh, okay. Like, you're more than welcome to come over, but I'm going to be studying. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't you say that's about right? Like, you know, if someone's going to arrange something with you, they should see when you're available. Absolutely. And I would appreciate that. Absolutely. So thank you. I know okay. you might crop that out, but I hope No, I'm not going to. At least I, you responded. I would have responded love, like ne- What did you I say? Cuz I would have ignored the message like you better act come correct. Verbatim. Verbatim. You be respectful of my time. Cuz if you want me to put my best foot forward, I need to like I need in advance. I need to know in advance. What am I doing? You know what? What about tonight? Studying. The weekend would be best. Pushing me behind, LOL. I <laughs> normally post every week. Chanel, oh. you didn't say that. <laughs> Marquise, fair enough. <laughs> so he knows I'm right. I, it's not like I said, no, you're wrong. You know, I, Fair enough. I admit when I'm... That when was I'm the wrong. end of the conversation. In it's the end we, of this conversation. You know what? It's not like we just text about random shit. We, we really don't. After the conversations on Facebook. It's like, are you coming over or are you not? Like, are we hanging out or are we not? Yeah, it's like, no, I'm busy. All right, cool. All right, bye. And that's it. Like, you know, we really don't waste time. No, we don't. Which I do like about this family. I like about this side of my family. We don't really call each other because why? We don't text a whole lot of extra shit. Like, every once in a while, your other brother will, like, hit me up, like, hey, you alive? Yeah, I'm good. All right, cool. Just wanted to make sure. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. And that's it. People don't value time, and I hate that. Time is one thing you're never going to get back. Exactly. So why waste it? Don't waste my eight seconds. I don't... I need all eight of those. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... That one's stingy. <laughs> so, um... As it turns out, I was totally wrong about that. So we have definitely been on for an hour and 13 minutes. I was going to correct you, but I was going to let you no, correct no, yourself. Because like, I'm I like, really... what is he talking about? 35 minutes. <laughs> it's because, uh-huh. like I said, I'm still getting used to this garage band thing, right? And so I'm looking at 22, da 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 and I'm like, is that seconds? No, it's not seconds. It's bars. And then <laughs> you got to, yeah, and then you got to do number of bars and then beats per bars, beats per minute. And then you process that, and then you know how how many. That's a lot. It really is. So, anyways, I'm gonna wrap this up. Okay. Thank you. It's been it's been real. It's been beyond real. And Jody and I appreciate you coming to us and having us on your podcast. Yeah. The podcast of what? Cluttered minds. Yeah. Mm. Yep. The podcast of Cluttered Minds. Mm-hmm. You don't like the way I did that, do you? I, I don't know, man. I'm like, gonna I let you never, do the wrap. I can never say Cluttered Minds without feeling like I'm talking about the podcast at this point. But you are like, talking about the podcast. Like if I say my mind is cluttered, I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, uh, well, 
Our minds are cluttered, but not anymore because we have shared our thoughts on the Cluttered Mind podcast. (laughs) Thank you for allowing us to declutter our minds with you. Oh, yeah, you know, no Gracias. Oh, anything y'all have to say. Say it in Spanish. Say it in Spanish. No, no, no. You were just No one likes to be put on blast. Thank you. Because it's your first language. He just asked me, um, what did you ask me? Say it in Spanish. I can't even say it. I've been speaking English. Don't you love that pressure? I still struggle. Because like you say, oh, you know, yeah, I I can sing. It's like, oh, sing us something. Right. I can say it, but give me a minute. And we don't difference in speaking. No, it's not. It's the same thing. He just asked me, do you um you know do you probably because I don't sing or really speak another language, so I'm just like whatever. But also, you don't get embarrassed, which is good. I don't get embarrassed. It's just like, I, we would have yeah. to stay here for an additional 15 minutes for me to figure it out, and I'm not. Oh, that. wow, because you would have to, like, literally go Think your, about it, like, your okay. Google Translate yeah. in your Do you head. see your my Jojo family? Translate. You know my family, because mm-hmm. we're family. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, you, you really don't have a, a space to really have time to get embarrassed. No, because you see who my family is. They would immediately is. jump on that Oh, shit. my God. Exactly. It's amazing. So you, you just... You can't can't it show really any signs a, of weakness. It really is a great place to grow up. <laughs> I absolutely. That's love why it. I I don't have and like I said, like my hair may be an insecurity for me, but I don't have many insecurities. And yeah. if I do, it's something that I'm comfortable living with. Because it's not mm-hmm. like they don't. It's not like they mm-hmm. only shit on you. They're, they're they're shit on you, but also they bring you up a lot, mm-hmm. and that's fucking mm-hmm. dope. That's mm-hmm. a yes. good yes. environment to be around. I love they're it. the best. Is there any um uh, I don't know any things any projects y'all got. You know, going on that you want people to check out anything like that. I know you said you're doing your blogging thing that you're getting I, started. Yeah, um, it's still on paper. I'm very particular about what I do. Fair enough. Um, but it's definitely gonna it's gonna have a. It's I'm all over the place because I'm I love the focus of like, um, working with the youth and the young adults. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm big on women empowerment, but I. So def- you just like give up once they get a certain age. See no because no, I'm, I'm also working. Shut up! <laughs> I'm also working on um, so be being a life coach, getting my um, life coach certification. So it's really? just like, but that I don't want that to be focused on just young adults. Right. But I love helping the youth, especially now. I'm like, they're gonna be our future. So let's get them right. So we'll see. I, everything's on paper now, but we'll okay. see. Okay. Fair enough. I'm currently not working on anything, but I would definitely like to give a shout out to my best friend, Bernadine. She calls herself Bernadine Truth. That's like her her stage name. Uh-huh. She's having an event tomorrow, and it's 100 Women in solidari- Solidarity. Oh, please forgive me. I, I, I have a, no, you know, a hard time word, pronouncing it sometimes. You said it. But it's an event that is going to... Is this on Snapchat or something? It, oh, definitely put the podcast on Snapchat. It's it's yes. it's an event that's going to showcase women who have survived sexual abuse and actually gathering no, all those gathering all those women together to show that it's not only you out there that okay. has that has gone through this and you're not the only one surviving and we can survive together. Mm-hmm. So Shout out again to Bernadine, and she's doing her thing, and I know she is someone who lives within her truths, and I truly do appreciate her for having this event and bringing all these beautiful women mm-hmm. together who share similar but very different stories. Man. So that's going to be tomorrow in Brookline at a park. The park is Laura's Park, and it's going to be at 11. If you would like to attend, please come through. For survivors, you're going to wear purple, and for 
people who are there in support of the survivors, the color that you will be wearing is red. So come out. You can come with me. It'll what, be awesome. It? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'll be at work. Oh. It's, it's, it's an event that's... <laughs> 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 Don't do that to me. It's okay. It, it is okay. No, but seriously, yeah. Shout out to Bernadine. Hope Thank you. Hope your name, right? Yes. You did. And, um... Follow, like, is there a social media that people can follow? Bernadine follow Truth. Bernadine Truth. I'll spell it out. Please do. B-E-R-N-A-D-I-N-E. Truth. All one word. All one word. Bernadine Truth. On what? Instagram. Instagram. Cool. Bernadine Truth on Instagram. Follow her. Go support her movement. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Yeah. Other than that, and you're still working on yours, everything's mm-hmm. on paper. Mm-hmm. As far as me, I'm just, you know, trying to bring everybody together, trying to bring all the creatives together, trying to bring, you know, businesses and all that shit. Yeah, I'm just... Ah. Killing it. Yeah, like, I, I've actually accepted the fact that I'm probably not going to be a musician myself. Mm-hmm. I'm probably just going to bring people together. That's it. So, like, I accept that. And a uh, shout-out to uh, 30... One of my good army friends, uh, Mike Bowdry. Anyways, uh, shout out to him. This is also his music. So, yeah, I'm just going to, like, we're just going to take it out with that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Have a good night or day or whatever. Oh, one last thing. If you have any submissions or questions or if you ever want to be on the show, make sure you... Um, Email me at marcoprojects, M-A-R-Q-O projects at gmail.com. I have my website up now. Check that shit out for photography and all that shit. Anyways, if you got any song submissions, any uh, artwork you want to be on the show, anything like that, hit that up. My stomach is growling. I need to get some food. Let's get some food. I guess. Whoa, 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 whoa.